ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I really appreciate you sticking with us through the break. During this segment, what's the difference between personal property and real property or personal property and fixed property? And what are the latest plans for Gwinnett Place Mall and other malls throughout Metro Atlanta? My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you are listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. My family's been in real estate in Metro Atlanta for 35 years. I mentioned in last week's show that my mother was the founder of our firm back in 1987. Her name is Jean Gaddis. Some of you might know her. And she really set the standards high. And so we continually strive to deliver service the way she taught us to deliver it. We want to put our clients' interests first. If you want to reach us, 770-497-0000 Zero, 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 zero is the number. A lot of people, when they talk to me, say, wow, you probably don't have time to work with somebody like me. Uh, to be honest with you, I have time to work with anybody. I love this, and I give a lot of personal attention to our clients, even if they're working with one of our other agents. We want to connect with you. Go to <clears throat> gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions that we can feature on the radio if you'd like. You can make comments, push back, share ideas, request your Neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. That's always fun. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We get conversations all the time with people who say, man, the information in your neighborhood spotlight helped me understand, you know, where, how I should price my home in today's market and what particular advantage I have. And we love hearing that. How outraged would you feel if you were about to close on a home and as you did the final walkthrough just a day before closing, <clears throat> you found out the seller had removed all of the plantation shutters that you thought were to remain with the home since they were fixed to the window frames. Would you feel violated? Well, Derek in Lawrenceville asked, what's the difference between personal property and fixed property? And Derek, if you don't mind, I'd like to clarify the difference between personal property and real property is what, it, what we would refer to it as. And why should that matter to me? Well, the definition of real property and personal property is really, really important. In this example that I just gave, the plantation shutters, those are the wooden shutters that are mounted inside the windows that kind of open left and right. They open uh, horizontally, I guess is the right way to say that, instead of you know going up and down vertically like, um, like blinds do. And they are called real property. They're considered a fixture because of the way they're fixed to the property. So the state of Georgia says that if something is affixed to the property in a permanent manner, glued to it, screwed to it, nailed to it, whatever it might be, if it's affixed to it in a per, in a in a, a permanent manner, the state of Georgia says that is a fixture. Why is it, it is it important to you or why it should be important to you, Derek, is that if you're going to buy a home, you need to be very clear about what stays and what goes. Now the first thing you're going to want to do, Derek, is you're going to want to look at the seller's property disclosure statement, turn all the way to the back one page in, And it's going to give you a list of all of the things that remain with the home. Now, just because it's not checked there does not mean it doesn't remain with the home because if it is a fixture and it's not checked as remaining, they have to exclude it. So refrigerators are personal properties. Washers and dryer, personal property. Blinds, fixtures. Light fixtures, fixtures. Trim, fixtures. Rugs, personal property. 
furniture, personal property. So you need to be very clear. So my suggestion for you, Derek, is this. If you want to make sure that all of the personal property you expect to stay with the home is going to stay, if there's something that's not listed in the seller's property disclosure statement as it is going to stay, then I would just include it in a separate, a separate, separate, a separate personal prop property exhibit or a bill of sale where you just say that, for example, the pool table and the kitchen refrigerator that are currently in place are going to remain with the property at no additional charge. And I would probably say in that personal property agreement and represent no value in this transaction, lenders don't really want to finance the cost of a refrigerator or a pool table over 30 years. And so sometimes it's better if you're going to include personal property that you do it at a zero price. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I mean, it could be that buyers are willing to pay sellers for the personal property and certainly lenders would allow you to do that. They just won't allow you to include it in the sales price of the home. So personal property and real property is a very, very uh, important thing to worry about. My suggestion for you as a buyer too, by the way, if you're out touring properties, with your or previewing properties with your agent and you come across a home that you really like and you think you might want to put an offer on but you're going to go look at a few more houses first i'd walk back through that house and if there are any items of personal property don't violate the seller's privacy but if there are any items of personal property that you want to remember to include in the uh, offer maybe take a little picture of them or just kind of write a note so you remember hey we want to ask for the you know the patio furniture uh, we want to ask for the trampoline to stay we want to ask for the pool table whatever it is I'm not telling you to ask for a bunch of personal property because uh, you might want to have your agent have a conversation with the seller's agent first to see what their thoughts and feelings are on leaving things but you got to be clear on personal property some of the biggest issues I've ever seen in closings are over, you know, curtains and window treatments and, and things that are supposed to stay that wind up not staying or things the buyer thinks are supposed to stay that the seller does not think is supposed to stay. So make sure whatever agents you're working with, whoever you're working with, that they are very, very clear about the personal property. If you've just joined us, we are you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis and I appreciate you sticking with us through this segment. We want to connect with you. Don't forget, it's gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. Ask questions, make comments, push back, do whatever you want. This is from the Atlanta Business Chronicle. Here are the latest plans for Gwinnett Place Mall. And the hint is there's going to be lots of housing. A team behind the redevelopment of Gwinnett Place Mall has finalized a plan to pitch to county commissioners. Under the proposed plan, a global villages concept will be anchored heavily by housing. The 90-acre site would include seven residential nodes around the perimeter of the property. Each residential section would have 150 to 500 apartments, a mix of mixed-rate and affordable units, and public green space. Green space. Gwinnett Place Mall is one of several shopping center malls in Metro Atlanta eyed for redevelopment. Edgens, which is the name of a company, plans to tear down most of North DeKalb Mall near Decatur and add 1,700 apartments. Revitalization plans are in the works for North Point Mall in Alpharetta. I was looking at a townhome development in that area built right outside of the mall. And I think it's really cool that they come in and find um, highest and best uses for these properties. Malls used to be amazing. I spent a ton of time at malls as a kid. If I wanted to have some fun on the weekend, that's where I would go. Moms would drop us off. And I don't know if you, any of you can relate, but we'd spend a lot of time there. But 
malls are not that way anymore. The West End Mall in the namesake Atlanta neighborhood in Phipps Plaza are also in the process of having some redevelopment. Gwinnett Place Mall details a team managing the redevelopment effort includes county officials, Gwinnett Place CID, Atlanta Regional Commission, and planning firm, and a local planning firm. By the end of August, they expect to compile a more detailed implementation plan with the exact number of residential units, cost estimates for construction and infrastructure needs. County officials will later select development firms with which they can partner. Other components of the plan, in, in addition to residential, include 50 to 100,000 square feet of restaurants and retail, 25,000 square feet of office space, cultural center, central park, and a 1.25-mile greenway trail around Ring Road. Macy's, Megamart, and Beauty Master – uh, all of which own their own buildings, would be retained through the transformation. Really exciting. I'll be interested to hear what you think about that redevelopment. And I know in many cases when we talk about adding more apartments, it's not the most popular thing uh, to the community in the area. So I'll be very interested in hearing your thoughts on that redevelopment. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They are a full-service law firm with 25 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation and real estate contract review, and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. 770-497-1880. Got a listener question recently, and they said, hey, you keep saying each week that it's a good time to buy a home and it's a good time to sell a home, it can't be good times for both. And I'm going to tell you in all honesty that that is my belief. As inventory continues to rise, buyers have more opportunities. As inventory continues to rise, certainly the inventory that is not the most desirable might have a little downward pressure on pricing. And when I say downward pressure, I don't mean prices going down. I mean, mean them increasing at a slower rate. I know when I say that, you probably think, oh my gosh, he's doing accounting like the U.S. government, because that's what they say, our rate of increase is decreasing. But really, instead of increasing at 15% annually, maybe the price is increasing at 5 or 6 or 7% annually. And so I really do mean that it is a good time for both. If you'd like to know what it looks like to potentially sell your home, Buy another home, 770-497-0000 is a number you can reach me directly. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, we believe we can sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor. I know that seems like a lot. We had a recent customer. We invested $5,000 fixing up the home, cleaning it up, painting it up, affecting the condition of the home. The house sold for $18,000 more than even the seller thought it was worth. Now, I know that's not $28,000, but we invested five and got them $18,000 more. We've had homes in Johns Creek and Alpharetta and Roswell <clears throat> and even south of Atlanta and in the city of Atlanta where we've invested anywhere from ten dollars to $15,000 and sold the house for, in my opinion, thirty-five dollars to $50,000 more than they thought they would sell it for. So if you're interested in learning how you can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S-radio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more. Put in just a little bit of information about your home, and I'll reach out to you personally. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our fourth and final segment in our neighborhood spotlight, Cambridge in Johns Creek, 
Also, narrowing down where you want to live. What's the best process for determining what area in which you should live? And what are signs your air ducts need cleaning? I was looking underneath my kitchen cabinets where I've got some air returns, and they were totally covered with dog hair. So I'm interested in that segment myself. Stick with us. We've got that and more. We'll be back. 